0: Tonight on 30-Minute World history. The Falkland Islands have just been invaded. The year... 1987.
1: That... You ballparked <laughs> it, bro.
2: We're pretty, pretty good. 1970-something. A long-standing
0: British dependency. The perfidious Argentines have seized the islands from Fair England. What will the United States' response be? I turn now to the Commander-in-Chief... Chief I'm Reporting in. From the, the White House, <laughs> Wait, we presume. Is that what is how the president is? introduces himself? He's, he's got his mouth clamped on a long cigarette holder, so he can't quite.
3: All right. Um, my mouth is full of jelly beans. Uh, hello, my fellow Americans. Uh, the, the nation is strong as ever. Good night.
0: Strong words from a strong leader. Commander in chief, decrying the bastard Argentinians who would dare seize the Falklands from their rightful owners. And now we turn to tonight's entertainment. Thirty Minute Worlds.
2: Okay. Alright. So that was a good that was a good like warm up bit. Now we can do the real bit. What
0: no. Uh, we already cut the Venice Beach Saloon. So, unfortunately, <laughs> that...
2: yeah, none of you <laughs> listeners will ever get to know <laughs> sorry, how
3: good the along. Venice Beach
1: Saloon bit was. It was <laughs> stupid. You live in ignorance. <laughs> there were surfboards. It was great. It was a great bit.
2: I mean, what? I think we should just get right on to updates about the tournament. Yeah. It's a special episode. season uh, finale. Round, round three was this week. It was the. Uh, the Flat White X baseball, uh, some, well, whatever the C stands for. I love the Society ball, data, but which but we is.
0: are banning all baseball conversation Wait, here. no,
2: I thought that, no, we were going to do the tournament today.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. But, it's
1: uh, fight night, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the hardest hitting settings from the multiverse coming at you live tonight. Pay-per-view, only $700,000. PayPal me, at Daniel Kennedy. <laughs> $700,000. Yeah, that's the price. Just stop listening if you haven't paypal would me already. I, all right, I, Fuck, I'll stop.
0: This is the PayPal I didn't know you had a, wall. I knew about your OnlyFans, but I didn't know you had a PayPal.
1: Yeah,
2: well, that I, one's okay. anonymous. Well, give me a second, because all my notes are for um, the 3-0 loss. Uh, and we're the alive. Society. Okay. This is 30-Minute Worlds, a podcast about worlds that happen in 30 minutes and if this is your first episode this is is the second worst episode yeah
0: we're so sorry
2: that you could have possibly come in to listen on uh we are wrapping up season two with uh one hell of a tournament here well walter you uh hello you you Uh, you've you've got a lot of opinions on this uh tournament coming up uh what do you think about round one
0: uh, I'm thinking about round one. Uh what what you mean who makes it out of the brackets in round one? Like which of the worlds well, we built. What do built? you think
2: about the matchups? What do you think about the matchups?
0: Uh the current matchup for game one, you mean? Because round one consists of four games, as we know. As we know, yeah, Chesman. Yeah, that,
2: that's yes, this is how a tournament works. Yes, you're asking is, me
0: what I think of all four matchups, that's what you're asking.
2: Right. There'll be four this is uh this is of course the uh, grand finale, of the tournament to uh see which of these eight uh, fantastic Worlds are getting their chance to ascend and uh, become uh, something more in season, the next season.
0: I think I'll leave my commentary to the talented Belvin Olasov. Take it away, Belvin.
3: Yeah, well, uh, both teams have left it all in the field today. Um, really played There's their a, heart out. It was uh, I, I, think, uh, I think we have an underdog favorite on our hands here. Uh, I mean, certainly the only worlds that I'm worried about are the ones that didn't include me. Uh, those <laughs> worlds are in real danger of being shut out immediately. Well, um, well, John, I'm sure everyone. So. The the
1: problem we have tonight, John, is a lot of these episodes. They have that fuck Walter Kunkel on them, and that hey. just that's terrible for the he's that's a, terrible for the he's, field.
0: He's a great world builder. He's, he's a he's natural talent. By the he's Turkish got a,
1: government, we've lost got a, all our
0: advertisers. He's got a natural gamesmanship uh, that a lot of the players on the field don't have, you know? And with that, John, or, you know, when you, let's get right into round one. Round we one. are good
2: world builders uh, making good worlds. It's just good world building.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Game one of
2: round one, it's 100 views yep. of Mount
0: Funk, our volcano setting, versus... Uh, Duke Golem's Dream of Concrete Caffeine, the last setting we built in season 2. Great episodes, both of them. Uh, it's
2: the it's the first versus the last.
0: It is. It is. And uh, mm-hmm. keeping with the roll down the list here, I'm going to go with the first number on our die here, Chessman. What do you think of this matchup? Who are you putting ahead and who are you putting
2: behind? You know, if you if you asked me that uh a week ago, I probably would have said absolutely. Absolutely concrete. Uh uh, concrete golems. We're gonna take this one just just because. If you go back in the day, back in back in the uh, when this all started, a lot of the a lot of the minutiae, a lot of the real brilliant stuff that uh, Mount Funk had going for it, just was not. I honestly did not remember. There's the but there's Mount Funk is just such a beautiful setting. You know, it's it's got uh, it's got jazz. Is that jazz? Was it jazz? Yeah, no, it's, it's clearly funk. funk.
3: Oh it's It's got funk music it
2: right yeah it's got dance it's got uh blimps yeah big
0: on blimps big on large fruit Mm -hmm. it's got giant vegetation it's got final fantasy references uh uh so chesman you're in for you're voting funk on this
2: i think i think i might be voting funk okay i think i might be voting (laughs) funk on this
1: dan Belvin, your opinions? I think, um, you know, I listened to both of these again, and uh, the best part of Concrete Golem was definitely you bullying Chespin out of his anecdote at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> uh, I did think that was very funny, but um, no, I'm with Chespin on this. I think, I think Mount Funk uh, has a lot that we could kind of get into the details and flesh out, like the really? conflicts. Between I, the-
0: I'm the lad on Mount Funk, and I'm going to yeah. say I like Concrete Golem more uh, and I think Belvin, I think you're with me on this actually.:
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to make it a two-two because we've <laughs> never don't know what two-two. we do about those. But uh, I agree that concrete golem is a very rich setting. Um, mm-hmm. And I see lots of like really juicy potential expansion points. We established that this keeps happening for a thousand years. We can fill that in, say what right, civilizations the, came. Right, The um, concrete go- golems,
2: mm-hmm. what's going on, the golems going around basically building this infinite city, rebuilding
0: Yeah, it. Just, the, just the aesthetics of the city alone are enough for me to put this one over Mount Funk. Uh, and I, I was the lore lad on Mount Funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like Concrete Golem better. Uh, but I could be persuaded, perhaps.
3: Yeah, you know what? Because I don't know how a 2v2 is going to go here. Well, we have a 2v2. Us. Let's think a little bit about... Which one is more ripe for expansion? Which one Mm -hmm. would be the better follow-up episode?
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: Concrete Golems is 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 pretty
2: obvious. How it'd be very easy to expand that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could Mm -hmm. just find a new ward of the city to talk
0: about. Uh, You could go very microcosmic with it. Mount Funk. Mm -hmm. It's kind of
1: like uh, we could explore. I guess the periphery of the volcano. I think the main areas of exploration are like actually what the day-to-day life looks like in the inner rim cities, and then how they conflict with the cities on the outer rim. What that oh, looks dude. like. I love Mount Funk it's fleshing so fun. out the like the balloon people and their culture and what they kind of get into. I'm so sad yeah. these
0: two had to go up against each other. Just the draw, luck of the draw.
2: These are going to be some really tough matchups. So you know go what? Ahead and you know what? Yourself. I'm I'm changing my vote to Mount Funk.
0: Really? I'm, yeah. I, I, okay. I like Concord Golem more, but I do want to see what happens in Mount Funk. Uh, and I am, as many sportscasters will know, I am the most mercurial of the lore lads here. <laughs>
1: and okay. it's the first On upset of the evening, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Well, as the most Byronic lore lad here, I'm going to mope and sulk <laughs> and go to Greece and
1: uh, die of a fever. Game, game two. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Did, would you, you say mendicant.
3: Ironic or
2: Byronic, like Byron, like Lord Byron, oh. like the okay. poet. Okay.
0: Game two: the Mendicant Gate versus Hyperborea. Gentlemen, discuss.
3: They're both kind of alternate histories, aren't they? They are really. They are. Really, yeah,
0: they are. It, it's mm-hmm. a shame only one of them, like, really happened, you know, and <laughs> the other, <laughs> the other one's just whimsy, you know, but.
1: I think the, the question here is, do we want to move the timeline forward in the setting? Which, if we do, I think we want to do Mendican Gate. If we want to flesh out more of the backdrop, I think it's Hyperborea. Because there's all sorts of, like, just shit in history or conspiracies that we can add into the mythology of Hyperborea, which could be a lot of fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And, of course, everyone, everyone knows what Hyperborea is because Hyperborea is... Uh, true, it's fact. Yeah, it is. whether
0: your university teaches it or not, it's what's it's what really happened. Right. Well, it, uh, it's a
2: truth you can only
1: glimpse if you've consumed enough super male vitality pills. Or enough Which, of yes. our podcast to have mm-hmm.
0: ascended to a higher plane of consciousness. It's, it's right. the same thing. You know
3: thing. what? No. I'm going to come out swinging for Mendicant Gate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I've, think... Uh, yeah, go on, go on. Herborea plays in the space of, like, aliens did it in the past. Uh, which is fun, which is like stargatey and neat, but I think Mendicant Gate just feels a lot more novel to me. It does. Um, if we mm-hmm. revisited
0: Hyperborea, we'd have to find a way to make it different from other aliens did it in the past settings too, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which right. Mendicant Gate, the concept itself, is just kind of novel and intriguing,
2: right? We were talking about um, when we were talking about what we were going to revisit. I think maybe in the in the last episode. We were talking about what we would have to do to Hyperborea, and I think somebody mentioned bringing in other uh, conspiracy theories. Essentially,
0: well, not Mm -hmm. even that. What was cool about Hyperborea was like, uh, you know, this like place where humans were created or not created, but brought to hunt giant monsters. Like, uh, we have a history of giant mythological creatures all over the world, and these could. I think I mentioned these could be like refugees from the hyperborean continent uh, all of our myths of like gargantuan creatures that appeared were just happenstance monsters that got over the like mountainous terrain of the continent that surrounded it but anyway yeah i mean it's a nice concept but it is but that's not like i don't know i think i'm with belvin here that mendicant gate is where i would let it
3: lie because there's so much history going on there uh yeah if you're just talking about the building of america but de- deals with the devils have now engulfed the landscape of it. It's just so rich, and also it's commentary.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, right? it That's is
3: very—it's uh, very on the nose. But you know, <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> Hi- like Hyperborea is—it's a more fleshed-out setting at, as the episode ended. I think I think mm-hmm. and Gate has a lot of room that we can go into more stuff, or mm-hmm. we can move things forward and like explore how the timeline progresses. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of shit we can take for that. Especially if we wanted to do something like just jump to the Civil War period and how fucked up that looks with devils running around on both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I'm from Indigan Gate on this one.
2: Yeah. And I just, I just listened to a, it was a, it was a podcast about a, uh, what do they call them? Medicine men. Um, somebody who sells patent medicine that doesn't a really snake work. Snake oil salesman. Yeah. About a, literally the biggest snake oil salesman. Uh, in American history, and that's really inspired me. So I'm, but oh, I think Donald Mendican- Trump. <laughs> Close.
0: Edit that out.
2: We don't want. <laughs> we don't want sorry. any politics on. <laughs>
0: <something. laughs> Alienating. Uh,
2: no, I think his name is Bry something. Bry.
0: That's a really good
2: reference. <laughs> I'll, I'll just cut it in. I'll cut it in right here.
1: Uh, that's my bingo card. Walt bullied chessman There
0: oh we my go. Put <laughs> it
2: in right here. It's gotta happen. I'm also for Mendicant Gate. Absolutely. Okay. that's uh, a seems slam like Mendicant Dunk.
0: Gate's definitely a slam bam over Hyperborea. It's good because we can't actually disseminate much more knowledge about Hyperborea before we get reeled in by the United States secret police.
1: Yeah. You have to answer some unfortunate questions the to our corporate ed, overlords. The higher ed
0: Gestapo that are preventing uh, Hyperborea from being, you know, talked about. Higher ed? Yeah, yeah. The it, colleges. Colleges. You don't know, talk about okay. Hyperborea on college campuses. The ivory anymore. tower. You'll
1: be laughed off
0: okay. campus. Liberal
1: professor cocktail yeah, yeah. scene. The coastal elites.
2: I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I don't know who this Ed is, but uh, okay. <laughs>
0: Uh, We're moving on to game three here, which is Exiles of Varn versus the Benevolent Sun. For me, it's Space
1: Dwarves. Mm -hmm. Every time. I don't think, I don't really see what, we could bring other planar shit into the Benevolent Sun. I don't really think that's that interesting. Um, Yeah, I think that's a mistake. I don't really know where else we take the benevolence. On, that's,
0: I was mad when we were doing last episode, we were talking about uh, dangers in the outfield and all of y'all were like, oh, well, if we expanded it, we'd just go to other islands. I'm like, it's more interesting to stay on baseball islands, actually, because that's the... Well, anyway, anyway, but
3: that's a side point. Uh, well, yeah, well, I, I guess you can either do spin-off or sequel, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, I what's, think- what I'm frustrated by is that I didn't hear about... Blaze ball until after we recorded that episode
3: that's probably for the best
2: because now
3: <laughs> <It's> probably <laughs> i'm here saying that you have now heard about blaze Ball.
2: i'm just gonna say i'm just gonna say blaze Ball three more times and then i'm not gonna say it once more for um, blazeball blaze ball, blaze ball, okay there, it's out of my system get out of your
3: system oh
2: it's all out and
3: where do you think uh dwarf planet goes where do you think exiles of Arn? I think
1: from, I think probably what we do is we either mix up the setting by introducing some sort of external threat, or we just really dive in on what life looks like in each city. Yeah. Cause we have the two fab cities and then we have kind of
0: like the wilds, which are their own third faction. Uh, and I think, you know, that's three of us. And then we could talk one person about the wider history of space as we know it. And it just, I don't know. It <laughs> divides up nicely. Uh, it, it, spoiler alert, I'm, I'm also picking Exiles of Varn here over the Benevolent Sun. Yeah. As fun as the Benevolent Sun was yeah. to make, uh, I think Exiles takes it. For me, it was such a nicely realized setting as we were making it.
2: Mm-hmm. I do think there's some fun places that you could go in the Benevolent Sun, but it's just nothing in comparison to the like sheer horror of living on an on a oil... Planet? We finally made
0: Goop Planet happen. We we did I, it. I'd been trying to get that to happen since like uh the cons episode. <laughs> I was like, what if it's a goop planet? And you all were like, no, <laughs> that's stupid.
1: <laughs> Is that what the you, prompt word, what was it like flesh? I, the prompt or word or was something like that.
0: and then I was like, yeah. what if you drive around in a goop planet, but y'all were like, no, it's not do you
2: that. You literally made giant baseball island full of goop it rains goop goop, goop was your been prompt word us we've talked constantly. about this. it was juice suggested it uh, that looks like a clean sweep any closing thoughts on this matchup cuz this one was pretty easy for me uh no it looks like the squats have it they uh the squats have i just taken think the benevolent the
1: sun is wrapped up really nicely i don't really feel any need yeah, to, go back yeah. to it yeah and
0: even, it, even if it wasn't uh i would still pick a, that's how good
2: yeah
1: <laughs> <and laughs> elseborne is this is like my favorite episode
0: uh, this is a really nice one. Uh, let's talk game four here Moltrain versus Sunlit Sales. I will let the barristers present
2: arguments here. Well, you weren't, uh, you weren't there for Moltrain. I was not there for Moltrain, but it's a great world. Mm-hmm. And I was not there for Sunlit Sales. I listened to that episode twice.
0: It was so good. Yeah. Oh,
3: wow. So, Belvin and I are the only ones that were there for both. Uh, yeah, that is Oof. odd, actually. Yeah, this is this is a tough one. I agree um, with you. I, I'm, I'm torn. Yeah, I'm personally fond of both of them.
1: I think Sunlit <laughs> Sails, the like, so I was listening to Mole Train, and what stood out to me is that it took us a while to settle on what the setting actually was in terms of like the this post-apocalyptic uh, animal people landscape.
0: Right. It was like, is magic illegal, or are they all actually kind of like animals?
3: Yeah. yeah, I think I, I think that's our structure. Sometimes, to be honest, like we muddle and then like, oh, this <laughs> yeah. is the world. Yeah. kind of like. Yeah, well, I don't say that as a bad
1: thing. I say that to mean that I think there's maybe a little bit more room to flesh out. Like I feel like Sunlit Sales, we had more by like ten minutes. We had the concept of what was going on, pretty much. Um, and I but Summit Sales has because Swashbuckle was a prompt. Sunlit Sales has the like the cosmic element to it that we could go into like the crew no, of we
3: like specifically the sun ship pointed out yeah. Oh, is yeah like oh this is unexplored territory which could leave. be really fucking
2: cool <laughs> what was this cosmic uh, I don't remember this. Oh, the,
3: the sun is
0: a giant ship uh, and it fights the night with cannons and pursues right. its enemy
3: yeah and we had kind of like a Greek mythos thing going on um, where people yeah, can like be- a great manist, kind of like you can turn into a god yeah, a demigod. Like, if you're, like, really special as something, you became a demigod of oh, that Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, right. Like, thrown up into the stars constellation. Like, there's a lot of, like, Greek space god adventure stuff <laughs> that uh, is on the table still. Right. Which so is if cool. That's
2: if that's what we would do in a revisit of Sunlit Sails, we'd, we could look into that. We could look into—you um, could probably look into some of the uh, Seaside Nations— and maybe maybe a pirate right mm-hmm. like a that there that, that's a that's a pretty good mm-hmm. skies uh the stars the sea and the land right mm-hmm. um Maltrain, on the other hand i think if we were to look into that if we were to revisit that we would basically be looking at i guess we could do like different schools on the like drill into different schools that are in part of the train.
0: Right, right. Different departments in the trains. Uh, different, perhaps, rival schools that uh, they're rivals because they have, like, they compete over a section of train track and <laughs> getting to move through it during certain parts of the year.
2: Jockeying uh, for position, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Right, oh, we right, can. There's a ton we can do, honestly. We can uh, stake rivalry. out the different kinds of magic because I think what we've established is a, a legacy magic. Like, there were mm-hmm. these great wizards yeah. and witches um, and their familiars end up becoming like species and carry on the pr- tradition. But these original figures kind of have a magic that can still be tapped into. Mm-hmm. So if you're like a bat person and you were the familiar originally of like this Egyptian warlock, um, then there, there there's that school of magic and that civilization that came out of his familiars. And you can just like keep making those. And they're all like, I think it's an interesting concept that we like didn't mm-hmm. really scratch the surface of that much in the episode. i think as you, you we're can, talking about yeah. it
1: i am leaning more toward i feel like there's just more shit to flesh out with moltrain like that i'm interested in talking about like what really, that world also, looks like
2: i'm personally more excited by talking about um molt just moltrain i just want to see like 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 looking at the like different schools different ancient civilizations like the remnants of ancient civilizations right that have uh, they're they're familiars. They're animal people, um, and then also like going to different ruins and uh, seeing what what those are like,
3: mm-hmm. um,
2: and how they how they turn those magic ruins into and and use technology to sort of like yeah uh,
0: revive them. I kind of agree with you all in that the most interesting thing that we built about Sunlit Sails was like the mythos of it. And that's kind mm-hmm. of been explored. We can go into it further, but we kind of already did that. And whereas Moltrain just has so much going on in it, uh, and I think it's a really beautiful world. And mm-hmm. Sunlit Sails, if you were to take the mythos out of it, apart from some like neat kind of customs we made, it's just like a sailing world, you know. Although yeah, I, it's kind of like Mediterranean. I, I do want mm-hmm. to fucking combine all of our Bridge of the Gods, Sea of Time, and Sunlit Sails settings. Oh, into God. one oh. big nautical world because in fucking sea of time the sun doesn't move there's no way to tell time
1: And it is just sort of slot
3: together pretty uh, nicely this, they all uh, three hey, of them we could just hey, but that's a t- yeah, that's a story hey, hey, for another waiters, day that's different if you want to mm. mash together worlds like a child with legos yeah listen to those three episodes
2: and Get, mm-hmm. guess what Guess what? There's two other settings this season that could go in that pile. Wait, And uh, that's Giant Baseball and (laughs) uh, uh, Garlic Baby House. You're polluting the rich
0: well of nautical – the nautical (laughs) – the unified 30-minute world's nautical settings. No, wait.
3: It's true. Anytime you make an island world, anytime there's an island, it can be in the same world as another island. They – all three of them aesthetically
0: match one another. Uh, the, the other ones do not at all. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. The Incan aesthetic of Bridge of, uh, Bridge of the Gods you definitely matches. You Mediterranean and Indian are
3: linked by history inextricably.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you look at the Hyperborean <laughs> texts, it's very clear.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you look at the history of Hyperborea, uh, you'll find that Incans and Victorians uh, in England actually lived on the same planet. Ugh. Shit.
2: You know they, you know you just hit me with that and that was supposed to be a joke but uh Incans and Victorians existed at the same time No they did not They did No dude they didn't No <laughs> <laughs> not at all uh,
1: <laughs> like 400 years 300 no. years apart <laughs>
2: You, that blew well, my mind man that's, maybe you're that's what
1: i love about these high school incans man they see the same age. unless you believe my <laughs> i keep getting older unless
0: you fucking believe like my music teachers my elementary school music teachers theory that the incans were taken up into heaven when the europeans alive to live beautiful lives as angels because they were god's most beautiful creatures then they could exist at the same time as the Victorians. but Why
3: haven't we made a world about that? Yeah, there's that's a lot to, to unpack, unpack there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. was well, yeah. that? I blanked out. Okay, Anyways. well, that's a future world. Anyway, yeah. uh, it seems cool. like Moltrain's the move, huh? Moltrain yeah. is indeed the move, and P- I bear no
0: ill will. Because I know we will one day unify all the nautical settings.
1: <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I will say about Moltrain versus Solid Sales, these are two of the most fun settings that we have done. Oh, gosh, they were so fun to write.
3: <laughs> uh, I say write, and we, <laughs> we just rip <riffed> them. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a writer's like room. room. <laughs> all right. Right, right. right, yeah. I think Solid uh, Sales, just brief sidebar, I think Silent Sales would be a very cool RPG setting. Mm-hmm. I think it would, too. Yeah with like the the whole like ascended demigod thing. I think that'd be really fun. We are now uh through
0: round 1 and that means it's just four worlds facing off in two 1v1 matches. I'm going to turn over the announcing actually to Belvin because I've been saving my opinion for last all the time and I feel like that's not fair. You know, to you guys to you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, no, cuz like the last word tends to I don't
2: know. Yeah. Before we do that, uh let's uh let's take a A quick break uh, to hear from our sponsors. Do we have sponsors?
3: Yes. Sure. Here they are. We're back. we're back. And it's Belvin on the mic. Four worlds will enter. Two worlds will leave and eventually... One world will leave of, those two worlds. Worlds. of those two worlds. Of those Four worlds <laughs> it's a worlds. And before this, four explode. worlds
2: already left, and before that there was sixteen. You know what? Let's uh, let's dig in. On, let me get a pen pad out.
3: Round five: Mount Funk versus Mendicant Gate. Mm. Mm. Spicy. White right the matchup. White the what matchup. Do you think, indeed. Uh, Zachary Chessman.
2: Well, hmm. it is, uh, it's kind of hard to compare apples and oranges, you know, because on one hand, Mount Funk, it's, you got a volcano, it has a rhythm, everybody dances to it, a la some sort of uh, rhythm game and gets... It's like it's like power ups when they move.
3: Oh yeah, there's like the soul of rhythm that guides everything. I and mean, if you're more tuned into the rhythm, if right. you're funkier, mm-hmm. you're more effective at whatever you do. Um, and, and
2: there's literally there's like Final it, Fantasy
3: 7 inside yeah, the volcano like building, or something. Setting or building
0: like cities or like you know being a bounty hunter. Yeah, being birds, a bounty like hunter, farming field. your
2: crops, performing hate crimes times. against the <laughs> cloud people. What was that last part? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh the speaking of uh see i, I was pretty down on mendicant gate when we talked about it in the last episode because as i demonstrated a few minutes ago i have no concept of history <laughs> uh so if yes we but have
3: that's that's not our fault <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> yeah but this is american history like broad stroke american history
1: there was nothing funky about the Civil War.
2: <laughs> there was nothing funky about the Civil War. Uh, That's but- a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> that is a t-shirt.
2: Uh, we, we, don't have is. T- we don't have t-shirts. We need
3: t-shirts. <laughs> we Our do. first merchandise item was, there is nothing funky.
0: People have to listen to you, actually, for <laughs> a podcast to get t-shirts.
3: Uh,
2: no, you can actually just make them yourself. It's called vanity printing. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> um... I just, I just think there's so much there in Mindican Gate that I wanna, that I wanna peel apart. Like there's, uh, there's so much actual um, conflict uh, there. When I look at Mount Funk, it's a fun idea and it's a fun setting, but I don't feel like, like there's no conflict in it that I want to like dive into. Be like, oh. Why are these? It's really, it's just like people in blimps against people who are on the ground.
3: Well, um, uh, that's kind of a. Anyway, uh. no, I mean, I think that's a that's actually a really sharp point. Like, wh- we know that what makes stories compelling at their heart is usually conflict. Mm. Um, it's the engine that makes stories move, and I that's guess true. Kind of the settings. Yeah, the only less.
0: conflict in uh, Mount Funk is. Man, the strongest conflict is definitely like man versus nature, yeah, uh, sort of confliction. So I do actually agree with you on that point,
1: Chessman. Yeah, I think it would. I think it would for a revisit require us to introduce some sort of conflict, either out and out between the cloud people and the people on the ground, or between the inner
3: rim and the outer rim. But uh, yeah, or like some invader, or yeah, I don't know. I I feel like Mount Funk, and another strike against Mount Funk is that its coolest concept, the rhythm bit. Just talking about it is not the best incarnation medium wise. Right. Like if you're making a TV show or a video game, we'd have to rap rocket. It. It'd be super cool to like visualize it, like base out stuff to it. But if you're just saying yeah. like they move, it's like, oh, that's a cool idea. But you can't dig into it that much. You know? mm-hmm. I guess if we true. were
2: skilled musicians. We could do that in audio and it would be pretty sick. Uh, but but we're not.
3: Well, like, well, you could do a radio
0: play, I guess. Yeah. Relying on us to spoken word rap anything is not going to go the way you think (laughs) it's going to be. You have a
1: pretty pretty rosy view of how that will go down. Our hip hop abilities.
2: The problem with what we've laid out is that speaking in time or out of time is meaningful, which means that we wouldn't just do like a spoken word, like a rap episode. We would have to do an entire concept album. (laughs)
3: we can do that separately i think in terms of what we revisit for the podcast i'm thinking mendicant gate i think so too actually yeah it was a pretty I'm, cogent point that you raised there
1: i came yeah. out swinging for mount funk in round one game one but i, but I, I do think mendicant gate is, is, tough. is yeah, yeah yeah there's just stuff it's, i want to look at in this that i think would there, be cool yeah, yeah. Like, i want to see john brown make a deal with the devil to do stuff but anyway
3: oh shit yeah that god yeah there's just a lot there uh, and it, the old west is fun yeah it's like all of american history is our playground and- right
2: right and i'm intimidated by by it and going back to look at it but i actually like that i like that there's enough that i'm intimidated
3: yeah well um mount funk more light like mount smells funky Gate I, I have, to, Gate is I I have to let him say
0: that. I can't.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you you handed him the reins. It's true. Drew,
1: <laughs> God
0: damn! It. It the Shit biggest regret world.
3: of my life. <laughs> you heard it. You can't unhear it. <laughs>
0: Mendicant <laughs> Gate decapitating Mount Funk and drinking blood out of its neck hole. So I look
1: on horrified from the stands. Well, <laughs> it, like, it is the blood magic setting, so that does oh, that does
3: track. Mm-hmm. That's what a demon would do. Okay, uh, coming up. We have Exiles of Varn versus Moltrain. Uh, to me, the choice is pretty clear here. Sam? Uh, I won't
0: reveal it. Is. It's Varn for me. Varn takes it. Uh, yeah.
3: Okay. For me, it's Moltrain. Well, we, were yeah. both, we
0: are biased too, because we were both, I think, the respective lore lads on these That's two true. episodes. That's yeah. True. Uh, I just hmm. think Varn is such a rich world... The layout of it is so simple. It's impossible to fuck up. There's three factions. Uh, there's no danger of going, uh, spreading yourself too thin on the revisit.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. It's a to cool... Me, oh, go on, go on. To me, Varn feels like a world where you can fill out the splat book. Like in, after the first episode, you get what it is. You get a deal, You get pretty much everything about And now you can just like, get more and more detailed and granular. Mm-hmm. With Moltrain, I feel like we kind of found a spark, and that spark can be expanded into all these different lines of inquiry and all these like very cool ideas that can be built on. All this like history we can make for the world. Like Varn is never going to have like well, the same Varne, kind of history Varn has like, the history of the empire and the history of why these people are
0: uh, exiled, which we never really uh, dove into that much.
3: Right. I think Uh, part of the problem with it is it's not like core to the world. It's not like in the bones of the world. It's core to the world. Uh, It's it's good backstory. It's core to the origin of the world. As central.
2: And it's interesting, but it's also, it is, it's dead history, right? That's what I mean. No one's ever, if this was going to be uh, a setting that you were thinking of uh, building more stuff in, you wouldn't really want to go back before they came to this planet because the the interesting part of the setting is the planet
0: i mean you would want to flesh out kind of what happened that made space travel irrelevant and you would kind of want to flesh out but i think that like yeah the interesting part is them on the planet Mm. but there is like this cataclysm like with these fab cities like they have a history with one another you know, and there have been conflicts in the past. And I think that we can, like, lean on that if you wanted a more present history
3: for Exiles of Varn. Right. Yeah. Alan, um, To me, like, sketching in details is less exciting than expanding. With
0: Moltrain, there's a danger of kind of, like, uh, there's plenty of stuff to expand upon in it. But there's a danger of kind of spreading yourself too thin with, like, what about the bird people and the cat people and so and so on. With Varn, it's concrete, like we know the world is already so like real in a way and yet so unreal. I don't know. it just cries out for a revisit to me mm-hmm. uh, I think it, it we- seems like Walter is trying to cram himself in small spaces again i, I i'm I'm gonna stick up <laughs> for this one I'm gonna stick my neck out for this world. It's one of my favorites
2: yeah it's it's really it's really tough um I guess the only way I could Try and figure out which one to go with is I guess maybe try right now figure out what on the planet of Varn like you'd be you'd be going into, you'd be looking at you'd be expanding
0: you would literally be like looking at the streets of the fab cities, you'd be looking at attacks from the wildlands, you'd be looking at people like arriving. Arriving on planet with different cultural norms and expectations. Uh, there's a lot you can go into. We never really nailed down how these two cities were different from one another. And I think that's like pretty important to have. You could talk about different quests for the, down, the legendary like third fabricator that went down in orbit
3: over the planet. To me, mm. it's just well, sir, pretty fertile be, ground. This may be a preference thing. Um, you like granular stuff. I like I, big ideas. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's mm. true. And there are more big ideas still to be mined in Moltran. Well, uh, I think we're pretty dug in. Um, I think, Dan yeah, and it's, Y'all have and to be it's yeah, at odds here.
2: Yeah, Dan, what's uh, even kind of... This is uh, a really...
1: And I kind of wanted to drink in both sides' arguments because I think you both have good points. I think these are both great candidates for a revisit. I really, really like Varn. I, I think it's one of the coolest original settings that we've come up with. I think what is swinging my decision here is that I have a more concrete version vision I think of what Varn looks like. I think it I think we came out of that episode with a clearer more defined setting. But with Moltrain I want to define more of it. Like I I want I want to get into the nitty-gritty of Varn, but I want to define what the world is more with Moltrain. And so I think for that reason I am I am leaning towards voting for Moltrain at this moment.
2: Yeah, it kind of breaks my heart too, but it's it's entirely for me it's also it's entirely um just a thrill of adventure sort of for me. It it Moltrain just hits adventure more and that that makes me more excited to to drill into it. I like exiles of Varn. I like the idea of this oil planet. And I like the idea of uh, little space adventures with dwarves and fleshing out these cities. But I, I just love, I love little, I love moles. We love erm, true. I erm. love that's that's <laughs> really
0: disappointing. I'm not going to lie. I was a big fan of Varn, uh, but I respect the decision. This one truly breaks
2: my heart. There's yeah. going to be heartbreak in this one. Yeah, we, yeah. We this knew. was a
0: rough one.
1: And I will well,
2: always shoot. Uh, love well, dwarves. Uh, yeah. you,
3: you love and you lose in this world. And uh, we make worlds. And of the two worlds that we made, it looks like barn is not a world that we are making another world of. Damn. Moltrain wins. R.I.P. <laughs> Fucking Crabrinth, now and this. moltrain <laughs> Take my shit
1: from me. The, 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 the mole
3: man oh, no. into the Oh, no. versus moltrain
2: I just realized I'm not going to be able to talk about the reproductive systems. Oh, I think you'll show it Of the parasites, of the oil parasites. This is, uh, uh
1: Well, and
0: Damn
3: we are it. all worse off for it. Oh, wow. That was, that was a, about, that was a real a oh, ringer. That was tough. That yeah. was tough. I'm still down. That
1: was a rough round,
3: all around. R.I.P. Well, you know, uh, let's uh, let's all have a moment of silence for Exiles of Arn which we love so much. That's long enough. It's edit some of this shit. And we can Not play that, some hey. sad music or something in the post. I guess. Uh, are you all ready to just jump into the final round?
2: Well we have gone down from twenty-four to eight to four and all the numbers in between and now we're down to two. And What's two. Oof, the big somebody two. Else them off. The king stressful.
1: The final two. It is Mindican Gate and Mole Train. It's what you came here to see, ladies and gentlemen. Which will we <sighs> go back to? I was going to say next week, but I don't know when we'll be uploading it. So. We'll be <laughs> at, it. at some point.
0: Yeah. In as the future. You're <laughs> it, if you're listening to it, we've uploaded it. Yeah. As I need rule. to get
2: into all those, those interviews with um, uh, famous world builder critics. those uh, that a thing? Do those exist? Find out as you're listening to this. It's, you'll know. We're cutting all this. We're cutting all this. <laughs> that's sort of the, the <laughs>
1: deepest well of humor for this podcast: is joking about cutting things and then not cutting yeah. them. Mainly, whenever Chessman <laughs> says anything, that goes
0: on for. If, if yeah. it goes past the twelve-second mark, you're like, "All right." And there's well number this is a
1: two. Contender for- <laughs> the bullying. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's twelve seconds, I still don't understand it. That's that's when I have an issue. You think that's bad? Try
2: living inside my brain. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: it is.
2: <laughs> Mendicant Gate versus Moltrain
0: and frankly here I think I go with the gate on this one of the two. Why is that? Uh Mendicant Gate American History there's a lot of explorable options there. Uh Moltrain now Mendicant Gate does have its problems. Uh the chief problem I would want to go back and see with Mendicant Gate is like we kind of like don't know a lot about It's a setting with blood magic, but really there was only one blood magic that ever happened, which brought the devils here, the wizard who brought them there. And then we kind of, like, don't know actually a whole lot about that. I'd like to see that expanded as well as kind of the devil lore of that setting.
3: Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, like, magic system stuff that mm. we we left kind of undefined. I think that would have to be, like, a main like a main area of focus for a revisit
0: we hit on something cool at the end with like if your contract is destroyed uh you lose all the benefits of your you know alliance with the devil so that's like kind of cool uh, and
2: it mm-hmm. no we actually we said if your contract is destroyed you die
1: yeah oh really is that what we said that's even cooler well yeah. i think that it was sort of a joke but i think it sort of rings true was that people had been getting out of their contracts by doing shit like that it's like, no, it's in the, the sub-clause. You can't be yeah. doing that.
2: Yeah. You, you, you can't, when you sign the Santa Claus, you have to read the fine print. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's December State humor.
3: Oh, good. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Uh, That's true, I, but in the same way, I mean, in the same way that we could have fun expanding the quote-unquote magic system of Medican Gate... Could have fun expanding the magic system of Moltrain if we want to, like, really dig into, like, legacy magic from the different great wizards and sorcerers and witches and such.
2: Yeah, if you, if you, I think if mm. you dig, like, just beneath the surface on both of these worlds, they are really... They have very similar DNA. They're both, like... Uh, Worlds. We have a very clear ideas about like individual. For Mendicant Gate, we have. They are very similar a, worlds, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. A bunch of states that we could visit. A lot of different kinds of magic. Well, I
0: was Lorelai on both, right? Mm-hmm. I believe you were the
3: Lorelai on Mendicant Gate. Yeah. So these are my dysfunctions. <laughs> <laughs> Your redheaded stepchildren. <laughs> what are you saying, Chessman? Sorry.
2: Moltrain, You also have sort of different nations and different. Uh, Different cultures, not in in a similar way to, like, states. It's this sort of, um, in in Moltrain, though, you have a uh, unifying character, right? Your unifying character is the train that you get to take to all of these different places and put it in different contexts. You could still do that with Gate. I think we were hitting on what that would have been.
3: Well, we established that the Mormons were paladins. There's something there. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, We established the gate was a physical location as
0: well. uh, Somewhere in, like, the salt flats of fucking uh, Utah.
1: I think it's, it's weird to describe a setting like... Uh, that involves devils and blood magic running rampant across the American uh, continent as the more grounded, but it's definitely the more grounded. There's a lot of existing stuff to draw off of to fuck with. Whereas yeah. mm-hmm. I think Moltrain is more of we we have to... You put in the legwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: It, it's kind of like a... It, it is kind of like a True Cuts thing where that built off our world, where it's like with Mendicant Gate, we know it'd be good. We know, like, radical bands of abolitionists literally, like, teaming up with the devil because their cause is righteous enough uh, to mandate infernal aid. We know that's awesome. There's Uh, just...
1: Yeah. yeah, Like,
0: you you know that there's so much cool about that setting. With Moltrain, it's kind of like, we have to take the risk of building it into something and maybe we don't actually like uh, what we build.
1: Well, between, like, the... The like, the, just the Old West itself with the, the devil and blood magic at is it, very cool. But then you have the backdrop of the politicking leading up to the Civil War. You have the Mormons as like an ascendant sort of force in the West and kind of impacting how things go. You have like various individuals from the period cutting deals with devils to advance their own agendas. I just think there's a lot of cool shit
3: to go into. Right, and one thing I enjoy about it is that as we lead up to the Civil War, you just know the Civil War is going to be like... Hell on earth. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like we could
0: maybe have uh, hinted back to like because the Mexican-American War concluded around that, like at the start of 1850. So we could have already gotten an example of this kind of like warfare happening. And that makes the civil, the looming civil war all the more urgent because we already had kind of a hell war with Mexico,
3: (laughs) you know. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, Civil War was brother against brother. Mm. What if devils encourage you to like literally sacrifice your brother to yeah get an advantage? And God, the, the scorched earth that would happen. Like, I, I, think the American South would just be like actual devil lands by the end of it. Mm-hmm.
2: That's cool. That's cool. You can already tell just by how you how we're talking right now that we're all excited to dive into. Mindican Gate. To yeah. making
1: yeah. the United States even worse <laughs> than it is.
3: Yeah. This. <laughs> Imagine a world say, where we're lucky
2: to live where we live.
3: <laughs> you know what, I mean? yeah. what if it were actually worse? Uh, I will say for Moltrain, um, after the episode ended, in my head, I just started like filling it out a lot. So I've already kind of done what we would do just myself. Like, I mean, I, I did I that with Exiles it. of
0: Arn, but that didn't stop you guys from. Shooting me in the leg and leaving me to die. <laughs> you, sons of, <laughs> you sons of bitches.
1: <laughs> well, my, it was in my contract that I had to shoot you and leave you for dead. Well, damn.
3: And I don't regret it. Well, I'm actually okay. If the group wants to go to Mennican Gate, I'm fine with that. I know you I, really want
0: Moltrain. Mulch, I know that's your I favorite.
3: I can just sit down and ride Moltrain myself. It'll be a hit and miss. Rake in all it, the winnings.
2: It pains me because I do also want to sit down and write Moltrain, but uh, it's Mendican Gate, I just there's so much there's so much there.
1: If the bracket had gone a different way, I easily could see Moltrain being the revisit. But coming down to these two, I'm just more excited about Mendican Gate.
3: Yeah, same. Okay. Well I don't feel like I don't feel like fighting. (laughs) You've given up. (laughs) I like Mendican Gate. Much like I gave up. They're both good options. I mean, both I kind of love both worlds. And what a so great season no, we had, like, to cap no, it no, off. Uh, but it's more exciting if we fight. <laughs> we can fight. I mean, we, this episode's no. gone on an hour. <laughs> if, if, if Walt no. quits the podcast
0: because we didn't do Varn. <laughs> I, I am – I did expect Varn to win uh, Yeah, the actual I, I can tell. thing. And that's why I was kind of shocked when we went Moltrain because I don't like – Moltrain mm. as much as I like Varn, because Varn was like my favorite of the season. Mm-hmm. But it's not my decision mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know?
1: It's about building well, great worlds. I think part of the problem is that what is the best setting, like, as we left it, when we ended the episode, is not necessarily the best setting to revisit. Well, the best setting, too, that, that's the sort of thing that's entirely subjective, you well, know? Well, the one you enjoyed the
0: most is right. not right. always exactly. the one that's the best exactly. for revisit. And I, yeah. I realize that liking Exiles of Varn is not an argument for it. You know, but damn, it felt like a good one. <laughs>
3: hey, well, it a like, no, I love
1: Exiles of
0: Varn. It's yeah, a great
1: yeah. episode.
3: Yeah, well, no, Dan, it's just that for the revisit, there are two different aspects. There's the quality plus the room for expansion. And even if the quality is super high, if there's a lot of room for expansion, another one, which is Moltres and Medic and Gabe, both have a lot of room for expansion. Makes them ripe for picking.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? um i know i said this last season the season end of the finale last season does anybody remember what they what it came down to the last two
0: it was true cuts and sea of time plus bridge of the gods yeah the fusion episode the tag team the fusion but that was much easier i think for us to decide than this one yeah
2: yeah it's it's um man it is fun it's just really funny the um i expected to be broken up about uh where we eventually came to i did not expect to be this uh broken up but i said last season that uh before the beginning of the finale that maybe we do do a second revisit if we uh which obviously didn't happen one because uh we're lazy and two, because there wasn't actually a second world that we wanted to revisit. <laughs> I don't <in> know. The,
1: <laughs> I mean, the
3: fusion the first could season. be a fun thing as a future, like, special episode, but... Well, Chessman, are you saying that we could maybe do multiple revisits? i one season? And
0: cut. Cut his mic. I, <laughs> cut him off.
2: <laughs> is this thing... Is this thing... Uh, is this thing... Uh, I'm saying that after we revisit Mendicant Gate, we'll just... We'll see. Yeah. That's a you know, little, right.
0: little tease for that's you right. listeners. Exiles of Varn is coming.
1: <laughs> by yeah, listener we, demand. We have to do Exiles of Varn or Walt will start mailing will us condoms the mail. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
2: that's right. Garlic baby house. Method action. <laughs> <there. laughs>
3: One thing we could do, I don't know if we have enough listeners for this. But uh, have a vote on maybe like the top eight bracket. Like, is there another one you want us to revisit? Yeah, just an
2: idea. Uh, I know, I know. We'll probably have to wait because I, we we know personally a sizable fraction of the listener base, and most of them are not caught up yet. <laughs> so we'll have to give them a, a minute. <laughs> listen well i mean can
3: you blame them uh, well we do a lot of shit (laughs) i I
2: mean belvin's not even all the way cut up yet so
3: (laughs) that's true uh well i guess mendicant gate wins it huh yeah yeah hell what the hell i mean honestly
1: this was a great bracket there's some great fucking
3: settings in here
0: yeah yeah this is definitely harder than
1: the uh, last time we did it oh absolutely that's for damn sure like, the last time, I feel like we went into that bracket knowing that, like, half of them were not going to make it. Like, I feel like we knew which ones were definitely not going to make it.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, man, two times, a little more than two times the settings, but, like, eight times the good worlds? Like, hey... Uh, we're getting uh, pretty good at this. You think? You think we're getting pretty good at this? I think or we're are getting out good. of worlds now. I
1: think we're getting good. Why we're we getting we good, good enough out of worlds? I can quit my job and rely on the income yeah, from the show full time. on the
0: podcast until the end of time. Yeah. Right. The income. Yes. Yes. The income right. from the pod. The chessman. You have that for us, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, I planters job, so. I, I the planters' money. I actually also money.
0: coincidentally quit my job, so it'd be really great if you could just get that.
2: Well, it's funny because I also to quit my job, which actually was doing this podcast. Uh, well, um, listeners,
1: if you feel bad about you know Walt's financial shortfall, you can PayPal him at Daniel Kennedy. That's at Daniel Kennedy. That's Walt's PayPal. So you, just, you laugh, but I did buy
0: that PayPal account. You don't have one. <laughs> that's, I do. You, and you're that's wrong. The one it's I, my
1: PayPal account. You don't have a
0: PayPal. <laughs> I have one. And I, do I also actually registered it under your name. In case anyone I also own one under my name. Checkmate. No, wrong. no that's... Ah. Listeners, you can stop listening at this point. Well, that's our show. Uh, If you like this episode, you can subscribe to us in your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every Wednesday, except during the duration of holiday break, which we are now on before we start season three. If you wish, go ahead and write us a review on iTunes. Share us with all your world building friends. It really helps us out. Our art is courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet at us too at LoreLads or send us spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And as always, Happy world building.
2: I'm so season three.
0: fucking pissed that Exiles of Varn not met. God damn it. Dude, we'll we train to beat Exiles of Varn and then lose.
2: <laughs> we agree.